Now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. Emphatic period. And no, that's not going to be my answer to a quotation question later. <laughs> anyway, how are you all doing? As you guys can see by the name of this podcast, we are doing the new 2020 film, Yes, They Exist, Palm Springs. And if you're going to review a movie that has Andy Samberg in it, you've got to get in one of Andy Samberg's biggest fans, probably two of his biggest fans, actually. The first of which is Kahu. How are you, Kahu? Yeah, emphatic period. Sounds a bit disturbing. But uh, I am doing well. <laughs> Happy to have the live stream dream team back together. Say that 15 times in a row, as fast as you can. I forgot you guys have met. We have. Oh, we How go could way I back. that morning? We're like totes besties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we also met at, like, uh, your wedding? That's true. I don't remember much of my wedding. <laughs> it wasn't like this where I got to live it all over and over again. It was one and done. Yeah. Was... But yes, that other lovely voice that you're hearing is Liz. How are you, Liz? I am wonderful, thank you. Um, I'm sad that this podcast probably won't involve as much singing as uh, the last one I did with you and Machu for Eurovision. But, um, you know, it'll still be pretty we don't funny. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could sing if you talk, want. Talking about things that we don't talk about, how about that most recent Patreon-only episode on Inconceivable Liz? What did you think of that? Oh, my God. I almost cried. That is the best podcast you and I have ever done. A hundred percent. There is a lot of swearing in it, a lot of just general hatred for film. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have to do <laughs> another film again that we really, really hate because it was hilarious. If people haven't paid yeah. to get access to a hundred percent, it is worth paying for. Exactly. It is worth the whole $1 to listen to that episode. Yeah. I don't even give a shit if you just sign up for like one week, listen yeah. to it and cruise again. I don't so care. Funny. You won't even get charged. Sign up for free. Literally as long as it's not before the end of the month and listen it's it's almost worth putting out on its own but i mean yeah it's emily's episode we've got to keep it up there for her but uh, yeah enough but enough about that we don't need to talk about that shithole fucking movie instead we can move on to a movie that has a 93 percent score on rotten tomatoes a 7.5 out of 10 on imdb and an 84 percent on metacritic as i mentioned it's called palm springs it's directed by max barbacow with a screenplay by andy ciara Stars Andy Samberg as Niles, Kristen Milioti as Sarah, J.K. Simmons as Roy, Peter Gallagher as Howard, Meredith Hagner as Misty, and Camilla Mendez as Tala. And if you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend you go and see it. But before we get into that, if you're planning, if you don't plan on seeing it, but you want to listen along to us anyway, then here's a quick plot: When Carefree Niles, played by Andy Samberg, and reluctant maid of honor Sarah, played by Kristen Milioti, have a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated when they find themselves unable to escape the venue themselves or each other. Don't completely agree with that. He's already in a time yeah. loop. It's already they established didn't sell from it the right. start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but then yeah, I, wondered if, I wondered if they wrote that in the plot so you didn't know that he was already in the time loop because that made it kind of funner, that, that, that yeah. first thing, because you were going like, wait a minute, he seems to know stuff. Oh, oh, maybe he's already yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, so I felt like that built up yeah. well, and it would have been not as good if you didn't. I kind of wish I didn't know that they were in a time loop at all, because it would have been really hilarious to see them, to find out they had been in yeah, it the see, whole I, time. Yeah, see, I didn't, because I, I didn't read, hadn't read anything about the movie beforehand, so it was oh, uh, that been good. Yeah, it was quite a good good early twist, I thought. Yeah, nice. I should so stop you, reading like So the you knew nothing about the films. The films. I knew Andy Samberg was in it, and it was probably going to have <laughs> and that's a, all a, bit of a level of grossness to go with it. Yeah, and those that's two things need. turned out to be correct. That's I, that is true. That is all you need. I do love a bit of Andy Samberg. Like I would marry him, or at least I'd marry Jake Peralta. So <laughs> yeah. 
back to this film. I mean, if you guys haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. We start with 10 that can be applied to any film. We then move into three personal questions. And then we finish on a listener question or just a question like a Patreon question. Uh, this week we've got a listener question that we sort of throw out there for you guys to vote on. The one that we always start with is the compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing good about this film. And Kahu, since you're to my right, why don't you lead us off? Why don't you tell us your compliment sandwich? My first good thing, uh, so the film sort of starts off, you know, wedding, guy kind of takes a girl out into the desert. Man, that just like, <laughs> doesn't sound normal at all. He doesn't but, kill uh, her. That's a start. And anyway, things are starting to get heated. Just and, wears her face. <laughs> and he gets shot with a crossbow bolt. Oh, fuck, that's mm. hilarious. And I was like, wow, what's, where's this going to go? You know, some like stalkerish revenge flick or something, um, which it didn't, but that was okay. But yeah, I, I like that scene how it was, you know. So unexpected. A bit unexpected. Yeah. 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 The bad thing following on from that, uh, Sarah buying it when Niall says that they never slept together. I was like, he's, he's lived that day how many thousands of times. He's been around everybody at that wedding, or at least tried to. Yeah. But more so than that, when he's saying his wedding speech and she kind of gets it, you're like, he's totally practiced that like a hundred times until he's got it Absolutely. perfectly right. You could just Absolutely. say that she's getting drunk and doesn't give a shit. So she's probably yeah, going to yeah. be an easy goer. Uh, and my last good thing was uh, at the end when they they get busted in the pool by the family coming back. <laughs> um, they're both on like those two little floaty pieces of pizza, and I thought that was quite cool because they. It's <laughs> your good thing. There's the Stacey answer. Yeah, <laughs> I that just is. for that like incredible pizza <laughs> for a movie that didn't like have a lot of um, oh, what would you call it? Kind of like, like imagery to go with it. I thought that was quite neat. I will, I will, I will backtrack. Maybe that isn't the Stacey comment because for a lot of this film, we do see him just floating on a pizza thing by himself, mm. and then at the end, there's two oh, of them. Okay, yeah, that is quite nice. cute. Well, yeah. no, that is the Stacey answer because Stacey gives a super ad- weird answer you don't expect, but then she kind of That's makes true. it make sense, and you're like, oh, yeah, all right then. Uh, we'll give our scores at the end. What about you, Liz? What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, so for me, it was definitely the lead characters, um, you know, played by Andy Samberg and Krista Milioti. I just thought they had amazing chemistry. They were both really excellent for their characters and they, they just played them really well and I loved them both together. I thought it was that was such a good match. And the chemistry That's built it. too? Like it yeah. wasn't a, a yeah, I mean you're right. It was like it wasn't quite a nice all, believable but... amount and yeah, like I just thought the way it was done was just really well done. The bad mm. thing for me was I would like to know a little bit more about Niles. I felt like they didn't give you anything about who he really was. And, like, they could have explained a bit more about how long he'd been there or how he ended up in it or whatever. And I just, I think that would have added to the film, that's all. Mm. The final good thing was I really liked how they got out of the time loop. I thought that was friggin' hilarious where she just suddenly goes off and starts studying quantum physics. That was one of the best things. (laughs) And she blows up a gun. So that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where did the goat go? Ah, who gives a fuck? Fuck those goats. (laughs) They're evil fucking creatures, man. I got one as a child. Now we know that Sam hates goats. Uh, yeah. What about you, Sam? Uh, I completely agree with everything you guys have been saying so far. But my good thing for me personally is I'm not a fan of the romantic comedy genre at mm. all. And this does an amazing way of actually keeping it fresh and interesting and twisty and turny from the start to the end. You know, like it's, it's fully engaging for its full runtime. Because most romantic comedies, they have their bizarre meet cute. They're totally in love with each other. Oh, no, it looks like they've broken up. Will they? Won't they get back together? Grand gesture. They do get back together. Everything's good. That's literally and, like, what this happened film in this has film. It. 
Exactly. This film has it. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. romantic comedy, like from a start. It meets to, like all every the romantic comedy is exactly yeah. like that. But yet it still keeps engaging for the like entire time. And you even feel like the reunion at the end is quite organic. Mm. You know? And so that was like really good for me. Um the bad thing for me is we have Stacey's parents staying with us at the moment, and Stacey's mum loves sci-fi movies. So I said to Stacey's mum, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna watch this new sci-fi movie? It's got that guy out of Brooklyn Nine Nine, which you've watched, you know, maybe watched a couple of times because you've watched a lot of stuff on Netflix. Sweet, okay, cool. Sit down. Literally first scene is Andy Sandberg fucking a girl and then jacking off. And that is not the type of shit you want to be watching with your fucking mother-in-law. The jacking off bit was great because he was just so deadpan about it. Like, oh, I guess I'll just keep jacking off. It's just like shit, 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 shit. And he just keeps jacking off. Do you guys remember that scene? Do you guys remember that scene in Train Spotting where that baby crawls on the ceiling and then its head turns around to look at the person? I've never seen like, Train Spotting like, enough. You've described that. I'm never going to. Nah, okay, he, he starts having this hallucination that this baby crawls up the like wall and onto the ceiling, and then the ba- and he's like lying there like paralyzed with heroin, and then the baby's head turns around. That was what Stacy's mum and Stacy were both like. When I'm sitting there watching the movie, they both of their heads just turned to look at me like, "Why have you picked this film?" It's amazing. <laughs> just sitting there going. Oh fuck me! <laughs> I can't even. Th- I can't even take it if like two people sort of vaguely intimate that they're about to have sex when I'm watching a film with my parents. That's super awkward. Yeah, so yeah, outright awkward, jacking eh? off would just be the absolute worst. <laughs> like, it was. It was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving along, final good thing. Yeah, Kristen Milioti rocks in this, and, like to the point that she is like she runs the gamut from this like mm-hmm. down on her luck twisted conflicted emotionally depleted and you know sort of given up on life character through to this like girl that's full of hope full of ideas full of creativity like she she runs an emotional range in this that you don't often see in very very many films like Andy Samberg for me in this is like Andy Samberg you know and there's there's a happy go lucky Andy Samberg and then there's sad sack Andy Samberg and there's not much else but like he's still he gives that performance and all that sort of stuff but like I just think Kristen is just amazing this and J.K. Simmons Fuck it, him and John Burnfall are my two like cameo kings. Like every yeah. time they pop out from the film for like two minutes, it's just like they just crush. Yeah, as soon as crush. I saw him, mm. even like with the face, you know, with the paint on his face or whatever, I was just like, "Is that J.K. Simmons?" And then you see mm. him in the, you know, the next bit when he's in, and I'm like, "Yay, it is!" Because he's always good. So- Amazing ambassador for us board brothers. Yes. <laughs> yep. Let's give our scores out of ten thousand exploding goats. I it's going to go a bit lower, but I think I'm going to. Bump it up to 7,800 exploding goats. That's pretty good for Kahu. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have liked to go with something slightly less horrifying, like, you know, inflatable pizza slices, but whatever. Um, you might be surprised <laughs> at this, but I am giving it 8,888 exploding goats. Holy shit. I that's a lot of goats. I really like this film. Like, there was not a lot wrong with it, to be honest, in my humble opinion. Fair enough. Uh, 8,247. See, so you're pretty high too. That's quite high for you. First watch probably would have been about 7,000, but like I was having since rewatched it and thought about it as well. That was the thing. Having thought about mm. this long after the movie's finished has made me go, fuck, that was really enjoyable. Yeah, there was a few bits that yeah, pop in uh, your mind, isn't there? Yeah, it wasn't like, a, um, like one of those real sci-fi time travel movies nah. that just tries a little bit too hard to to make you think heaps about it. This yeah. one was like, yeah, we're this type of movie, but we're not going to ram it down your throat. And it yeah. also didn't like do too much of the repeating. Like, I think it could have done a lot more mm. of the wedding and it didn't, and I thought that was quite good. Yeah. yeah. Question two, what song would you have inserted into this film and where? Okay, so I think I'm glad that I'm going first because I wouldn't be surprised if you guys choose the same song because I think it's perfect for it. 
um, I uh, when I would have inserted it is when um, Niles is gutted after Sarah disappears on him. Like she's she's been in the time loop with him for ages, and then suddenly she's just not she's not there anymore after they have sex. So he's really sad. And I think in one of the iterations he does, he could have been singing "Shares." If I could turn back time, just really drunkenly at uh, right reception on. and like <laughs> singing so to her and just being like, you know, like desperately wishing she was there. That would have been quality. <laughs> yeah, Andy Samberg would have done a good, uh, good lip sync to that too. Oh, he would have, and he would have just been like so passionate and sad, and it just it would have been freaking <laughs> yeah. spectacular. He does that good, um, like distraught face. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we just move on to the next question? I don't think we can be there. No, you have to give your answers. <laughs> that. Okay, no, like I'm just saying that's an awesome answer, but Thank you so for much. me, uh, the the character of Abe seems like a complete piece of shit, and I could imagine him going for mm. something cliche and boring. Oh. So at the wedding reception, I could imagine them for their first dance or something having a real cliche wedding song, like Brian Adams, "Everything I Do, I Do for You," something oh, yeah. like that, like one of those like Righteous Brother Unchained Melody, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> shit like that, like one of those real cheesy songs. What about you, Kahu? Uh So I actually picked the same point in the movie as you did, Liz, um, and I thought you were going to steal my answer, but you didn't. Uh, but along those same lines, I went with Perfect Day by Lou Reed. Oh, oh. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that would have been gold because it's such like that song. There's a mind meld so... happening here, Kahu. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, you've got to get on board. No, I am on that wavelength because that song's about heroin addiction and I've already brought up Trainspotting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah. Slightly tenuous, yeah. but, you know. That sounds, yeah, that, that's it. this podcast, pretty much. It's a grim exactly. song, that one. Yeah. Uh, I'd just like to point out before we move over to question number three, that that's the first of our Patreon questions. That question comes courtesy of Chris Yeeney, our latest Patreon. Chris, you get to pick the movie for us to do a Patreon-only episode on next month, so get in your suggestions, bro. Uh, if you pick Inconceivable, I'm going to delete your patronage. So. But pick something equally as bad, <laughs> and me and Sam will happily get drunk and rip on it for you. That's true, Chris. If you want to pick an incredibly horrendous film, do that, because that latest episode, yeah, is good. Would that have been your worst nightmare if you woke up every day having to podcast that film? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be really great. I mean, obviously, COVID's happening at the moment, but like, if you if you had the ability, if you, if you woke up every day and had to podcast that film, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to go get the next flight to Los Angeles, I'm going to hunt down Emily Higgins, and I'm going to strangle her at least a thousand times. Yeah, you could stay awake yeah. to Los Angeles for shizzle, if there was a flight. Yeah, exactly. That's the only problem. Well, he gets fucking yeah. high on meth and stays awake till Equatorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Equatorial Guinea, no, yeah. wasn't it? And he's like, who was Yeah, Equatorial Guinea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, question three. <laughs> um, what deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? Okay, did you guys see the mid-credits scene? No. The end credit scene with Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Roy goes up to him, Niles at the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was so great. Hey, for hey, the scene. yeah, because like when I I didn't watch it first time either, and then I heard like heard another podcast talking about it. Paul from the Countdown Podcast. Hey, bro. Um, heard him talking about. it. I was like, fuck. And so I went back and rewatched. Oh, it. I'll have to watch that. Oh no, I, that, I thought it was a massive. Yeah, yeah, that would have ruined the film if they hadn't helped out Roy. Well, that was my thing. Like I I had the dick move question in here, and then when I found out about, it, I was like, holy shit. So there's a mid credit scene. If people haven't seen it, there's a mid credit scene where. Niles is at the bar and Roy goes up to him and goes, oh, that was an interesting voicemail that your, your missus left me, you know, interesting idea. And he's like, who are you? I've never met you before in my life. So Roy's worked out that those two have made it out. So, so my deep philosophical debate was that, like, they went out together at the same time mm-hmm. and they probably went out into the same universe at the same time. But yeah. if Roy goes out many, 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 well, I don't know, days, a week or whatever after them, will he go out into another version that's days after that? where he's not in the same vision as those two. So he might go up to him 
like the next day and be like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, who are you? Like, he'd still be like that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, though. And granted, I haven't seen this scene, but surely, <laughs> surely uh, Sarah and Niles remember everything from before the time they leave the loop. Oh, yeah, but he's saying if they were in a different universe, like a parallel universe, so maybe there's infinite number of universes uh, coming right. off there. But, see, yeah, that, that blows my mind too much. I can't really comprehend how the different universes uh, are going uh, up and stuff, so I just will ignore mm. that question and don't have an answer for you. My other one was like, um, how long would it take to fuck everyone at that party? <laughs> <laughs> you can answer that's that later one. to your own question. Like, we have sort of <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have a question along those lines. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, if I was like Niles, how long would it take for me to forget my job? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Two days? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I was just like, come on. You'd remember your life still. It'd be vague. If you, come on, if you've been there for like a million years, which it kind of implies that he has. But yeah, you kind of want to, yeah, um, that's what I mean. Like, I would have loved to have known how long he'd been there. I, I can't quite remember, but it, it doesn't say how he got stuck in it, does nah. it? I, no, I can't remember. No. Either. For me, uh, the deep philosophical debate was watching Sarah react to Niles early on, and he, she's like, oh, why don't we try this? And he's like, yeah, I tried that. She's like, oh, and this. And he's like, yeah, tried that too. And she just ignores him and does the things anyway. And yeah. um, I think after watching that, it's it's made me think that I would probably – want to try and listen to the person who had learned experience. But then you're kind of like, yeah, but would you really trust them, especially when they're a moron like Niles? Like, you'd be kind of mm. like, yeah, but did you really try and be selfless? Did you really try? So you'd kind of want to do it yourself, even though you'd know that probably he was right. Oh, yeah, you'd at least want to give it a crack, because you probably think he's probably only tried it once as well. and just like, yeah, One yeah. and done, given up, moved on, life is meaningless. Um, moves us over to question number four, which comes courtesy of the amazing man. This is Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. There's a link down in the show notes. Go check it out. He posts a ton of awesome content. Dave's got two questions he throws at us. And this week, uh, the one I've gone with is which two characters from this film would you guys want with you at your house party? Clearly Sarah and Niles. Can I just pick them? <laughs> like, yeah. I want them to come in dressed as they were when they went into that bar and did that dance. Oh, the denim denim? Yeah, was, yeah. That a, was that a callback to, like, Footloose or something? Like, I felt like it must have I, been ripping something off, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it went over my head, but I feel like it is something like that. Yeah, eh? it's but just, wouldn't that be yeah. gold if you're at your house party, everything's just, you know, ticking along like normal, and then these two fuckers turn up in this crazy, like, ridiculous double denim outfit and, like, do this insanely elaborate dance, and then, like, flip Destroying, you off and leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then they could stay afterwards, but, yeah, I would like that. Uh, yeah, I, I pick those two as well for those for those same reasons. You two should that, just get a room. This is fucking weird. <laughs> okay, that, well, you uh, can't transcend every single guest. That, yeah, that, that you, you know that a, you put you yeah. put me in a. You guys are in a fucking loop. We've, yeah, we're, we've recorded this we're podcast seventy-seven You're times. All right, me. <laughs> me and Kahu have done this what is so going often. On here? Uh, <laughs> you've synced up your answers. <laughs> oh, that'd that'd be so good. You know, they'd, they'd just come and do any, something totally off the wall and wouldn't give a shit. But then I thought, but if they're at my house party, are they always at my house party, reliving it? Then would they really just not want to be there and just be complete assholes? Well, you never know. Sometimes you could maybe. have like complete sad sacks or, you know, they might be the happiest people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Depends Which on the experience. Which was quite a good, yeah, quite a good theme of this movie, you know, if they're both happy together yeah. reliving the same day, why would they change it, you know? And that was kind of the source of conflict between the two main characters. That yeah. is a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you guys have missed like the easiest answers here 
out of all of them. It's the Aussie dude who's like the best man or whatever oh. he is. He knows how to party. But so does J.K. Simmons. Both those guys know how to get down and have a good time. I don't need any guy who's going to get me on the drugs that those two took. Thank you very much. Like, fuck me. Like, they were insane. They were. I'm kidding about the Aussie guy. He seemed like the most like oh, worst typical. Ste- we've got a question about him later, but the yeah. most weird, worst stereotypical Aussie guy. Oh, no, I wouldn't want him no, there. We'll talk about it at the same time. Yeah, at the same time, I want on Sarah there. She's a bit too broken and a bit too, you know. Okay, yeah, I'm going to swap out. I'm going to go for Misty. I want to go for Andy Sandberg's blonde girlfriend who's, oh. you know, she'd be perfect at distracting all my stupid horny mates so that they <laughs> won't be bothering me all night. That'd be great. Uh, how, how good did that actor do that as a total stereotype, though? Oh. Like, yeah. Honestly, you so good. Stop copying me! <laughs> yeah. And down to the, the part so I loved was... Because we been up for so long, that parenting. I it was amazing. <laughs> Don't think you know everything! <laughs> and I, I loved her I loved her wedding speech. Like, that was just, you know, how you'd totally yeah. expect yeah. somebody the who thought they were being, like, really smart using yeah. the dictionary yeah. and just completely getting but it But then, like, not explaining Absolutely. anything further or anything. And everyone's like, oh, she's, she's done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then not then not getting Niles' speech as being so much better. She was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anywho, that moves over to question number five, which is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of Julio of the Contrarians podcast, an awesome podcast in which they take a well-beloved film such as this one and then argue for why it's shit and then offer their honest thoughts at the end. And what would uh, Julio like to know there, Kahu? Uh, what's your most controversial opinion about this film? Uh, okay, so I've already said that I really liked the ending, but to be honest, I struggled finding a controversial opinion here, so I'm going to throw this one out. If they weren't going to go with the quantum physics thing, then I think they should have had Jerry be the answer to it all. Because there was just this moment where Niles was telling him about how he loves this girl, and he's really, and Jerry's like, oh, that's interesting. And I just thought, oh, maybe he's just keeping them there so they fall in love, and maybe it's all Jerry. So, yeah. <laughs> Neither of you know who Jerry is, do you? No, who is Jerry? <laughs> who the fuck is Jerry? <laughs> he's the he's like the porter or the oh. bellhop or whatever you call him. Oh right, oh the one that he has sex with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's, yeah, who's there to get in the bed? Oh, not today, Jerry. In the pool. Yeah. Not today, yeah. And I just oh, felt right. like he could have, if they were going to go a different way, that's how they could have gone. That would have been an interesting twist. Fair enough. Uh, mm. My most controversial opinion is I reckon Andy Sandberg had a point. Like, why wouldn't you want to stay mm. in that world where you don't mm. have cancer, you don't have disease, all that other stuff? You're going to stay looking and pretty hot, getting laid, it's sunny. Exactly. Like, you could explore your relationship and be with that person, have a good time. And that kind of, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into it because I've got the answer for a later one. But like, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just like, I, I sort of feel like he had a point. Like, you could stay there, do so much together, be together, and all that sort of shit. So, yeah, yeah I could see that. One. Yeah. Yeah, I almost felt a little bit sort of shortchanged by Sarah just being like, nah, I've got to get out of here. I can't wake up beside that guy. It's just like, well, yeah, it would have been an interesting you twist. You mentally moved on. It would have been an interesting twist yeah. if they just stayed in there. Like, usually they exactly. would get out. Right? Yeah. Reminded me a bit about that movie, which I haven't seen, but I listened to your podcast on it. Uh, is it called Passengers? Oh, fuck. Yes. Let's not talk about it. This film is like a nicer version of Passengers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, a guy has trapped a woman into a, a never-ending <laughs> cycle of the same day over but and over again. But in this one, he didn't but mean in this to. One, he, <laughs> yeah. he didn't mean he to. He didn't Not mean like to. the other one where he woke her up and just... Ugh. But totally lies to her about how many times they've slept together. That's true. Which is like, weird. Yeah. I didn't get that. I think he should just be like, yeah, mate. 
we've we've banged a few times. Like it would have been uncomfortable yeah. for her, but at least like you wouldn't be lying about it. Like yeah, yeah, not like the, the I did. It was, was later such on. a weird thing to hear that you'd had sex with this guy like hundreds of times, but you didn't remember it. So then the first time you're having sex, you'd be like, "Oh, does he already know I'm going to do this?" Or like, do I have to try and come up with some freaky move that I haven't done before because he already knows what my playbook is? Or I don't know. Yeah, but he's probably already done that move. This is, this is starting to veer into a very uncomfortable position. <laughs> How controversial. I'm okay. getting creeped out. What the fuck? I'm the, 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 the sex weird one. How am I getting creeped out? Anyway, what, what's yours? What's your answer, Kahu? My controversial opinion is that the gun range guy actually is his father. What? <laughs> I did love it at the end where he was just it like. It could be. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was just like, so he goes up to the guy in the middle of the desert and he's, yeah. he knows that he's talked to so many times and he's just like, uses that knowledge to get him to help him by telling him he's his yeah, yeah. son. And it's just so, I'm just explaining in case anybody hadn't seen it. And um, yeah. it's just so well done and so hilarious. <laughs> but it was good. But it was good. <laughs> it, 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 worked. Was. it got him what he needed and it was pretty good. <laughs> Moves us over to question number six, which is Emily Higgins's question. We don't need to talk about her. She's mm-hmm. done enough damage on this podcast for a while. Uh, but you, you guys know who she is. She runs a tasteless podcast. Go check her out. She's amazing. She's wonderful. Uh, what's her question there, Liz? The question that Emily would like us to answer is, which side character would make for the best spin-off movie? Okay, so we've had all these like days repeating, days repeating, days repeating, and they've always been told from the narrator or from the protagonist's point of view, where they see the same day over and over and over again, right? I want Dala. I want the <laughs> yeah. I want the woman in the dive bar who has probably experienced an incredible amount of the most weird ass shit, but she never remembers any of them because she just wakes up the next day and has it happen to her again. It's almost like um you guys watch Westworld where yeah. they've got the hosts that like go through the day and then they wake up and, and they run get the reset. scenario. Yeah. They yeah. get reset. It'd almost be like that, but like you like it probably wouldn't make enough for a spin off movie, but you just have like the highlights of Dala and it's just Andy Sandberg showing up like having sex with her, dancing around the bar, <laughs> hustling her out of darts, just all this weird shit, or like trying and failing at so many different things. I reckon she'd, she'd have a decent enough half an hour. Oh, he must have been there a really long time. Yeah, yeah. If you're bored of sex and you, you can't even jack really off, like you've been there for decades. really obsessed with sex question, which we'll tease out no, later well, I mean, the <laughs> podcast. No, nah, no, nah, but he's it, like the wedding is another example where he's like gone through every single scenario. Like he's catching guys before they fall over. He's the like bomb. pointing out the mu- when he dad finds and the, the bomb and, and it's an actual bomb in the cake. I almost <laughs> oh, I cried. That, yeah. Oh, it was so good. Was like <laughs> he's just going to rip it open. There's not going to be a bomb. And then there was a bomb. I was like, I yeah, love yeah. that. How awesome would it be to go to a wedding like that? You'd just be charging after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Someone like, defused was, a bomb at a wedding. This was the best <laughs> fucking wedding I've ever been to. That was so good. I just didn't love you get it. married? Shut up. <laughs> um all right my best side character uh would be the bartender because you don't see too much of her but the little bits of her uh you see it seems like she's got some weird shit going on because like when she's jacking him off and she's like i hit a guy in this car once (laughs) i just thought and she's just so deadpan about it i was like you're an interesting cat you're talking (laughs) about the girl that at one point you see looks at him and says when he's trying to figure out and she's like do you ever wonder if people think you're boring? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah, Dead yeah. pans it. Yeah, yeah. That was going to be an answer for a later question, but uh, I'm just yeah. going to use it now. No, Anyhow, we're using that? it later on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to change answer? that fucking question, Sorry. aren't we? <laughs> yes. Uh, next, Kahu, what about you? Which side character? Uh, I would have liked to have seen a bit more about Roy. Oh, yeah. 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 I just, 
I because he's got to the point right where he just tries to live every day normally. Yeah, which is you know I don't know how you'd quite do that, but uh, so he clearly doesn't go to the wedding every day. Like yeah, <laughs> he must kind like- of turn up. Every now and then, because it, it says yeah, that no, he lives a long way away. Yeah, no, no yeah. it says that, doesn't he? He's like, yes, I see him maybe once every few weeks. Or yeah, yeah, he yeah. turns up every now and then. Um, Fair enough. But I, like, it, it kind of implies that he flips his lid when he first gets stuck in this loop, and I reckon he's got it to some pretty crazy shit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You I see some of those fucked up things. really graphic torture flashbacks. Like, I'm glad they're only yeah. military. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, squeeze the, my eyes closed. It was horrifying. Nipples but yeah, connected up to the battery and yeah, yeah. all sorts of shit. <laughs> like, waterboarding and all of that. Like, I did yeah. find it quite weird that he only shows up at the wedding occasionally, and none yeah. of his family are invited. Uh, yeah, that's. He could yeah. be like you know a I mean? colleague like he, he, or something, like a colleague of them. You might. Not I thought he was an uncle. Yeah, I thought they said he was oh, an uncle was too. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. I don't know. Okay, and that moves us over to question number seven, which is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing man that is Dan Brennick. Dan and Caleb are on Netflix and Swill podcast that covers all things Netflix related. He was on recently for Independence Day, and what Dan would like to know is where would we have inserted Blink One Eight Two song or the small things into this film? Kahu. So. When Tala hits the ground by the swimming pool and she knocks her teeth out, <laughs> I think it would have so been good dumb. if they, and that oh whole scene where they're like stressing out about it in the, in the, in the room afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, running around pool, it's the small things. Uh, get it, you know? <laughs> That's good. What about you, Liz? Okay, so I thought um, it would be a, the perfect song for when Niles is doing his little dance sequence to impress Sarah uh, at the wedding, like the first time before she gets into the time loop. Because it's got like that kind of beat where you could like hop around and like catch the glass or the guy or move the chair and like in time with the music. I thought that could have gone quite well. Mm. Yeah, that works. Uh, um, I we've talked about it before, so I'll just keep it quick. Uh, the scene where they come dancing into the bar wearing the denim. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. something like that. Just <laughs> something sort of like yeah. That was, that was my backup answer. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I do love how they pull the fingers before they walk out as well. Yeah. It's just great. the entire thing is just chef's, chef's kiss. Like it was just yes. so well done. Yeah. It's so cheese, but so awesome. Oh, I love the uh, birthday what, part on that bit as well, where she's like, sets up the birthday party and she's like, happy millionth birthday dipshit. And no one in the bar yeah. seems to care that this no, is no, happy no, millionth like, birthday. Uh. Like, <laughs> so they, yeah, it could have been then as well. And then everyone's just standing there just, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anywho, moves us over to question number eight. Question eight. What scene will you remember on your deathbed? Okay, so uh, I'm showing my sappy girly side here. But um, for me, it was the kiss at the end. It was such a lovely kiss and it was so well done in screen. And like, how amazing to have that lovely kiss in front of like that, like exploding time loop. And it was just perfect. The, oh, oh, the only way it could have been better was if they'd come across a very puzzled goat. <laughs> a very puzzled goat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, and the goat went. Like they were kissing. Yeah, yeah. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that would have made it spectacular but i just love that i thought that was such a lovely way for them to like go Sorry. do you know what would have been good though if because they were kissing they missed the 3.2 seconds and it was a real <laughs> anti-climax hold that thought oh well then they just have to wait another day yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the one for me was this final confrontation with roy 
you know, when he says, you've got to find your Irvine, he's like, I don't have one. He's like, well, you've got to find it sort of thing. Yeah. And they're just having that heart to heart. And then he just goes, can you just kill me? Save me of the traffic, you know, like one last time. He's like, sweet ass. <laughs> and then the fucking arrows him in the bloody rubbish bin. I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. Yeah, we're on the same same wavelength there, Sam. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I loved it how, uh, how Roy was just like, I'm making everything nice and normal now. But, yep, I'll kill you one more time. Yeah, I'll kill you one more time. <laughs> yeah, why not? What's next, Liz? Question nine. What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear uh, just after you've finished having sex? I am going to go with a line from this movie that happens straight after people finish having sex. I'm going to go with Sarah's yeah, I, line to my, Abe. My options were the same. But Sarah's line to Abe the next morning where she go, like, walks into the shower and he's in the shower and she goes, shut up. That was awful and crazy and should never have happened. And we both deserve every single fucking terrible thing that is coming towards us because we are very shitty people. And then he cries like a baby. (laughs) Fuck if someone said that to me after sex, I'd pour my fucking eyes out. Exactly. What the fuck? I feel like it was really realistic. He was like, God, we are shitty people. I'm like my father. (laughs) I had it from a scene where... uh, Niles is in that bar after Sarah's left and he says to the bartender real like kind of like childishly, I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> like how disconcerting would it be to hear that? I'm a fucking adult. I had like four different options and actually I think at least, oh yeah, two of them were at least after or during sex. Uh, the first one was say something in Australian to me. I would, that would mean that someone would think that I was Australian. I couldn't be having that. Uh, there was one where the guy's complaining about Niles being weird, and he's like, I don't feel safe. <laughs> that would be That's odd. a good one. And then um, another sixth one, I think, was, is there a fork in my face? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> there's, a, oh, there's a good one that Roy says, actually, and he – it's when he's having his heart-to-heart with, with Niles, and he says something about, don't tie the condom right after you've had one too many martinis or something. <laughs> Some good lines in this film. Anywho, that moves us down to question number 10, which is a new question they have added. Uh, what do you guys reckon was the biggest dick move of the movie? It's just got to be Abe, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, like that's the easy one, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, because it's the right. answer. I like I mean, that you're saying it's yeah. Abe's fault. I do think it's an equal party thing, like... It, you know, Abe was definitely like a total dick for doing that, but Sarah was a dick for sleeping yeah. with her, yeah, her sisters. Yeah, fiance. but Abe should know better. He's the oh, one getting married. Absolutely. It's his True. fault mostly, 100%. Yeah. 60%, 60% of the, of the time, time, he's a dick all of the time. Then, okay, if I'm not allowed to pick that, I'm going to go uh, with Roy and his, he probably went a little overboard in some of his torches. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was totally high out of his face, you know, like he couldn't help like Roy joining him. See, I don't, I don't reckon he was he was high every day though. Afterwards, no, like, no. I mean, he, he Andy co- Sandberg oh. was uh, sorry. Niles was high when he got Roy to join him in the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like, you can't really yeah. blame them. But Roy really yeah. held it against them for a really long time with a lot of really violent torture. That seemed a bit much. Absolutely. <laughs> the one for me, I I didn't really like how Sarah didn't tell him her plan. You know, yeah. what I mean? like she didn't. Because she then gets to mentally progress herself to a point where she's going to leave there. Like, if she'd said to him, hey, this is what I'm going to do. So, you know, like, I reckon we're going to try and figure something out. So in the meantime, why don't you go off and, like, I don't know, learn how to become a surgeon or, like, learn, like, some new skill that you've always wanted to learn or go do something with yourself to pass the time. 
you know, like maybe he's not up to having the mental faculty to be able to become quantum physicist, whatever she, that she becomes. Yeah, yeah. But but still, like at least allow him. They could learn to be a barista. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. That for yeah. me was like kind of the biggest dick move on her behalf as well. It was like if she's so smart and she's learned all this other stuff, why doesn't she go out and learn to become a surgeon? Why doesn't she learn, go out and learn to become all these other amazing things? So that when she leaves there, she can be like be uber woman. She can be like the you know like do anything you know. Mm. But yeah, she anyway. should have done that for him because he wasn't that bad a dude. Like when they had the argument, nah. it wasn't that big a deal. Um, it wasn't, so it was pretty yeah. mean to not come back and see him until everything was sorted. Yeah, it's, mm. I find it quite cool. And this is another thing I really liked about the movie was that it set its rules and it stuck to those rules. So at no point could he wake up earlier than he normally did and then get to her room yeah. and find her. Yeah, I yeah. loved that. Yeah, oh, because that was great. She was always gone first. Yeah, that, I, I didn't get that, but that makes sense. Okay, because I was like, why yeah. doesn't he just go and check every single bedroom and see where she is? Yeah, because he works out where she wakes up, but he's obviously waking up at like nine o'clock or something. She's already been up at six a.m. Yeah, yeah. trying to get the fuck out of that mm-hmm. guy's room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. And also, I can't believe none of us have brought up Orchid Explosion yet, because that's oh, a really yeah. goddamn terrible name for anything, <laughs> let alone a hemist. What was that's it like? Fournier Orchid Explosion. Oh, yeah. Orchid, Explo- Orchid Explosion by Fournier. It's, it's one of those things where you're like, is this sex word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. I mean, but so bad. Anywho, that moves us down to our personal questions. Kahu, you can lead us off this week. What you got there, bud? Yeah, so my first question is, if you took everybody at the wedding into the cave, who would you leave until last to mess with? So this is kind of assuming that you probably can't take everybody in there at once, but like he's been in that same day so many times, he could potentially take everybody in there. So you, you're thinking put all these people into the time loop? Just so, yeah, so yeah, everyone's yeah. getting there and who's right. the last one. See, I, I wouldn't do it to mess with them. I would just do it because they were so fucking awful was Randy, yeah. the creepy dude at the wedding that was hitting oh, on Sarah. Oh, yeah. He was just gross, and he couldn't take a hint. And I just, like, I just don't want to have to deal with him properly on a daily basis. So, yeah, he'd definitely be the last one I took in. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, we've talked about how much of a dick Abe is. I don't want him in that fucking time loop. Yeah. He's a dick as well. Like, to the point that Tala would probably be the first person I took in there. Oh, I don't know. Actually, no, because then Sarah and Tala will, will hate each other for millennia you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh because yeah she'll find out eventually in one of those one of those oh days. absolutely yeah 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 uh question 12 uh so out of the three main characters sarah niles or roy how would you deal with the situation so niles living it up not giving a shit the whole time yep roy kind of trying to be the normal guy which is After you know probably the, the most difficult one yeah yeah, yeah. And occasionally going and leading off some first losing the people, plot and yeah. then yeah. like giving himself back in a normal yeah, yeah, or or Sarah who kind of loses it at first, but then kind of works to make her situation better. So I would definitely uh, go Liz. with um, Sarah. She's my spirit animal. Like, I'm probably quite a lot like her. I'd probably be very similar to her at the wedding, like just standing at the bar, drinking the wine, and just being like, can't believe I slept with that douchebag. Okay, I probably wouldn't have slept with either of my sisters. I was husband. about to say, who's <laughs> telling us that you slept with your sister's no, husband God. the night before her wedding? No. Liz! No. Uh, no, he's a lovely chap, not my type. Anyway. Um, this is going on the internet, Liz. This is going to live forever. <laughs> you need to cut that bit out. No, um, but like, yeah, I'd be sitting there with my glass of wine, like probably going bang Andy Samberg if he asked. But yeah, and if it happened first, I would probably be like, no, I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to try all the different things myself. And then I feel like I would just problem solve and just be like, right, well, I'm just going to have to understand time loops then, aren't I? It's funny you say that because I have gone with I would be... Renaira. <laughs> Renaira. Ren- Ronyla. 
I would literally, I would start off as Roy and I would be incredibly pissed off at whoever put me in there to the point that I wanted my revenge. After a while, I would turn into Niles where I just stopped giving a shit about everything. And then I think eventually I'd just go, okay, procrastination's over. You need to get the hell out of here. You need to sort your life out. I know yeah. I've turned into Sierra. I f- now, yeah, I, I, think- reckon, I reckon you'd just be Niles because you'd be too nah, lazy nah. to be Roy. You wouldn't be running around after someone trying to like capture them and waterboard them. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> Oh, you've nah. got no idea. You have <laughs> no lazy. idea. You you piss me off and you see what happens, Liz. I'll tell okay. you what. Ooh, scary. <laughs> there, there's no way there's no way Roy sticks with being like the good dad and husband for all of eternity. Like not with the same day and the kids being the same in the well, nah. The thing is that you've got to, you still gotta live with yourself. You know, yeah. like if you if you cheat on your wife in this, you've still gotta live with the idea that mm. you would that you've done it. So it's like yeah. if you really love your wife and all that sort of shit. It's kind of yeah. I get what you're saying. Like you, you go around murdering people because it doesn't matter. But yeah. but you'd nice say like you wouldn't murder wife. your kids or you wouldn't murder your family. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it'd be nice that you anyway. kept your wife um, at like a younger age, like you know, so like they're they're living all these years together and she's still hot. That's the much true answer. Here we go. <laughs> I was wondering where that came from. <laughs> I felt like someone had to bring it up. Yeah. What's your last one there, Kate? Uh So my final question is: What is the deal with the Australian guy's suit? He looks ridiculous. Mate, yes. what's the deal with the Australian guy full stop? It's just a yeah. shit show. Like, that was just such a, he was just such a douche. And there was no real clear reason for why he was there or how they knew him. No. Nah. The the one for me is like, it's it's just a typical, it's okay. It's like the screenwriter went, okay, what's the most loud and offensive um, person, like stereotype <laughs> on the planet that isn't an American? Oh, an Australian. They they like to show up to parties and be loudmouth dickheads. Mm. And, well, and that's, like, that's, that's how the- That's pretty accurate, really. It is in a lot of ways, you know, but not all Australians, hey, you know. Which one of us but, is living in Australia right now? Uh, true, exactly. You're incredibly experienced. So you can yeah. talk about this from firsthand. Australians, they're basically confident New Zealanders. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, it's like the elephant too is like, he's probably come from Australia. He, he really wants to get laid, so he's peacocking. He's, you know, yeah. out there. He's, you know, got a suit on. He's oh, trying yeah. to, like, you know, showing up with a bag of drugs. He's like, he's ready to get well, party down. Isn't he the one that has sex with Misty? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, exactly. He he's there to have a good time, but nobody seems to notice Niles in his loud outfit. Yeah. And it's like, surely he's been at the ceremony in the same outfit. Oh yeah, like Bordy's in a singlet <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that he just true. stops caring. But obviously, on the actual wedding day, he wears a suit because Roy sees him in it. But then after yeah. that, he just stops caring and just wears the same yeah. ugly shirt. Um, He's shown up to it naked at least once, eh? <laughs> is that where you realised that Niles was where Niles was in the time loop when they're sitting outside the window and he's like, there is not an iteration in this universe where they don't get together? Oh, I, I honestly don't remember that bit. <laughs> um, you was, watched the movie today! <laughs> yeah. it, it was, I mean, for, f- for me it was probably when he first went back into the cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, question 14. When did you guys realise that Sarah had slept with Abe? It was when she confided in her sister, I, I thought something was up, you know, when she tried to do the most selfless act. And then it's like, it's like one of those things where you sort of, you know where it's going, but you don't want to know mm. where it's going. So you start trying to convince yourself it's not happening. So there was a part of me that was like, I know something bad's happening here. I don't want to acknowledge it. So I, was, I just wanted to keep on thinking that Sarah was just this person who had a rough time for her life and was trying to make the best of herself. Not someone that was still having a rough time up until the morning of the fucking wedding. I was yeah, trying yeah. to think what the... what. Like um, what the most selfless thing could be that she'd say, and that was the only thing I could come up with. So yeah, that was yeah, that was it. What about you, Kahu? Don't know if this was before or after that, but it was when she woke up and the shower was going. 
Oh, yeah. And her roommate's ah. like, oh, I might not have known that it was Abe, but yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't click on something that, but that weird sense. going on. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Question 15. How long do you think it took Sarah to learn enough quantum physics to blow their way out of the time loop? Decades. Yeah? No, maybe, maybe a decade. Maybe a decade or two. Because you'd need to know a lot, right? And it, you wouldn't just start on, like, quantum physics, although it seemed like she did, which I think is bullshit. I thought it would have been funnier if she had, like, gone back to, like, a basic textbook. Like, she started with quantum physics and then went back <laughs> yeah, to, like, like, maths, first grade, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, nine, like, general science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just said, like, I don't know, all she did for a year, all day, every day. Because I don't really need to worry about eating if you don't have to. Yeah, um, I, I still I feel like a year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, more than a year. Yeah. When, when she comes back, though, um, Niles is just like, oh, there you are. I feel like he's come to grips with his surroundings a lot more and that he's just given up, though. Yeah. So, so it's anything like, could happen. He's like, yeah, well, there you go, kind of thing. Is that what you're yeah. Like? Oh, decade's gone, but hey, here you are. You know, that's why I was kind of a little bit gutted. Well, like all, the days, before, yeah. all the days blur into each other at that point, right? Like, he doesn't even know how long it's been. Hmm. And, like, sure, he's like, Probably a bit of a dum dum, but like she could have at least got him to help her or something. Um, yeah, you know. I felt. Yeah, I agree. I think he sh- she should have said something to him because he yeah. should. Because then he would have been rep- prepared for her suggesting to go that night instead of like trying to make him get out of this thing that he'd been in for a million years or whatever. Exactly. Anyway, maybe she just did that old trick of put the quantum physics book under a pillow at night and da da got it. <laughs> I feel like you guys would both try that. Actually, there's oh, my... I try a lot of things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that brings me to 15B then. Do you guys Ooh. think that you could learn enough quantum physics? Nah. I nah. think your silence I, I speaks just, volumes, actually. I just think I wouldn't get it. <laughs> there is that. Like, there's a distinct lack of not getting it. Plus, there's also the fact that you, can't, you have to mentally record everything. You can't write it down. You can't keep it in a computer. You can't oh, like, yeah. source it. You'd have to source the information every day that you'd just get to a point where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Could, it's true. And, and you can't actually blow yourself up on 3.2 seconds. Like, how would you actually <laughs> time that? I that that you find difficult. I've blown in 3.2 seconds. Uh, oh, well, before, I guess you could. You'd find a stopwatch. <laughs> well, I was going... <laughs> Yeah, you got it. I I guess you could set your explosive to blow up in 3.2 seconds when you went in there, but she actually presses the button. Yeah. So, I mean, you could go one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then press it. In which case, just save yourself the hassle and just try blowing you up. Just try to blow me again, Just try blow yourself up like at a whole heap of different time variations. Yeah. Instead of learning the quantum physics. I don't know. Yeah, do well, just it, keep think, keep chucking goats in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah take forever. I really think oh, she should have sacrificed like quite a lot of goats. Like, yeah, I think yeah, exactly. there should have been like multiple. Just going, oh, okay, we we'll fuck that one up or whatever. At least it's good for her in that it gives her a purpose. Yeah, you know, like gives you something to wake up every day. Oh, like, it would okay. have been great. And um, yeah. I did like that she actually went out and like spoke to people on Skype and stuff and like asked them for clarity because mm, you'd need yeah. that to run the like specific parameters and things, I guess. Uh, my last question is question 16, and that is, what do you think Niles' job was? Because he he's, couldn't remember. Yeah, so he's pretty accepting of the whole everything is meaningless kind of thing. So I reckon he's probably, oh, I looked it up. I looked up on Payscale or some website, what job has the least job satisfaction, and it's a parking lot attendant. <laughs> and so I reckon that's what it is. I reckon he's just got this whole, like, oh, who gives a fuck about life? And he's a parking lot attendant, or he's a parking water, or something like that, where he's just like, you know, day in, day out, go home, good night, you know. I reckon he's maybe like one of those golf pros. What the fuck? What? 
<laughs> and uh, there's the no, Stacey no, answer. not not like a professional golfer, but um, you know, like the people who give lessons. Oh, okay. why? So, so a golf tutor. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I reckon you know, Misty's. She seems like one of those people who'd hang around at a country club or something. Oh, right. and so that's where she met him because they kind of don't seem like. I think tennis kind of cross golf. paths. At, yeah, tennis, maybe tennis. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That moves me over to my questions. You guys have already answered this one, but do you guys yeah. reckon anyone else was in the time loop? Yeah, I think it's Nana. It's Nana Ray. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. definitely in there. I think maybe the bartender, just because of um, her saying that. Um, do you think anyone finds you boring? And she just seems so. Yeah. Dead inside. And then yeah. I thought maybe Jerry, just because of the way he reacts. But oh, that's hard to say. Yeah. yeah. I'd say Nana would be loving it. She's well, effectively got extra years. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're Nana, you get to go to a wedding every day for your like, grandkids or whatever. So it's mm. like, it's, it's amazing, you know. Mm. But yeah, her, her two quotes, the one at the one just like tipped me over the edge was this one at the start where she goes, I've gone to more weddings in my life than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. That made me go, yeah. hmm. And then when she ends it with, um, you know, it says to Sarah, you know, I know you're leaving soon or you're going home soon. I just want to say good luck. Yeah. And then Sarah yeah. sort of like does a double take. I was like, oh, yeah, she, she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hinted at this question throughout the podcast as well. But <laughs> how many years do you guys reckon it would take for you guys to get bored of sex? Because he tries everything in this film. <laughs> he tries being gay. He tries having sex with as many people there as he possibly can. Tries having sex with uh, Sarah's dad? No, probably not. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I, I, I think once, uh, once you've been around everybody at the wedding, or at least tried it. At least tried it ten times, yeah. Yeah. Mate, oh, I'm bored not. now. So yeah, no, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I think I could go for a while as long as I could change up partners occasionally, which obviously I could. Uh and I'd probably just have it a couple of times a week just to keep it interesting. But yeah, you make your way around everybody slowly and then you'd go off to somewhere else, like go off to that bar and bang some of the guys there and drive to Equatorial Guinea, see if any of those guys were <laughs> pretty good. Drive, drive <laughs> to Equatorial Guinea. <laughs> How long is it? How long's a week? Sorry, I forgot that it's in Africa. I was thinking it's in South America. Yeah. And my final question, I mean, it comes out at one point, or it comes out in several different points throughout this film that Abe uh, cheated on his future wife Tala with her sister Sarah. Obviously, we've talked about that a little bit, but I want to know from you guys. Like, she doesn't tell her sister at the end. She just basically looks at Abe and says, "Don't you fuck this up," sort of thing, like over and over mm-hmm. and over again. But do do you guys reckon it would have come out at any point? Personally, I don't think so. Neither of them are going to want to mention it, and no one else knows except for Niles, and he wouldn't want to mention it. So, nah. Uh, yeah, I read this wrong. I thought I thought that said Niles, not Abe. <laughs> um, <laughs> in which case, I thought, well, who would believe them? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I I agree. I don't think it would come out. Neither of them would really have any kind of like need to yeah. to bring it out. Like, if it was only the, a one-time have... thing, like if it had been like an ongoing thing, I could see her accidentally saying something about his dick or, you know, like something that gave well, away. Yeah. No, but, but the, the re- yeah, the there'd be nothing why, to gain. Yeah, the reason why I sort of thought that she would is because I feel like she's grown a conscience by the end of this film. Mm. No, but I think she realises by out. admitting it, it's not going to do anything for Tala. Like, Abe obviously mm. feels like shit. Isn't going to do it again. Like, oh, I don't know. I reckon he would. I reckon he'd totally do it again. I reckon he'd totally cheat on her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Fuck that. Nah, he... he I mean, I could... He cried because he's been confronted, but it's it's fake tears. I could see a scenario where, say, Abe wanted to divorce her and take, like, some of the family fortune or something like that. And then, yeah... She, oh, she yeah, might say it for the good of the family. But, I, I, yeah. I just feel like Sarah may at some point just go, look, I need to fucking resolve this issue. I need to tell her what happened. 
Sure, mm. she's going to hate me, but at least she's yeah. going to go on not living in a sham of her marriage. Yeah. No, I think gonna, she's mm. going to move on with it. Actually, I think it'd be Abe and it'd be, yeah, it'd be him being dumb and like Sarah being a bitch to him about something and him going, yeah, well, fucking you sleep with me once. And everyone yeah. else is going, whoa. And her just going, you absolute moron. Part of me was yeah. hoping that since they'd like both learnt their lessons, that it would have gone back to the day before and it would have been both of them going to the wedding. It would have yeah. been quite cool. They would have been able to be like, fuck, you know, we've worked this out. Hey, meet up at the wedding, you know, not sleep with each other. He breaks up with Misty, whatever, and then they just like leave or, you know, just do yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. want. Yeah. Like the reverse. It, I did like in, uh, in Niles' speech how he, how he says, Oh, you two totally don't look like brother and sister. Oh, yeah, that was gold. Because <laughs> it flicks back and you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. true. Cool. Yeah. And that takes us down to our final question, which was a question that I threw out there to you guys, our dear audience, to vote on. Uh, I will read out the answers of the poll pretty soon, but I want to know from you guys what's your guys' favorite, like, time loop movie? But even top three, you know, like, what's, what's your ones? I had source code. I, I yes. see you've got that too there, Sam. Uh, yeah, I kind of <laughs> stumbled across that movie and really enjoyed it. Also, Edge of Tomorrow. I like that yep. too. Yeah, Edge yeah, it's another good, good one. Yeah, um, I'm yeah, laughing because I've written down this one because I haven't actually seen any others, but I had noted that because uh, I went to go what? looking for them. Yeah, I was like, have I seen any of the Time Loop movies? And I went and Googled it, and I was like, oh no, I've heard of these films, but I've never seen them. So I thought, oh well, Source Code looks quite good, and Edge of Tomorrow looks quite good, and I should probably check out Groundhog Day. But you no, have I, not seen Groundhog <laughs> Day. Nah. Oh wow. What Sorry. Flippity fuck. Sorry. <laughs> What do you want from me? I watch TV, the, you, movies. You, you, you and Kahu are fucking similar. The number of movies I go to Kahu, hey, have you seen this? He's like, no, I haven't seen that. Fight Club. Hadn't seen Fight Club. We went oh, through come it for on, the first Kahu, time like, get it three together. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ones that, the least, less common ones, I mean, Kahu's brought up, Source Guy's really good. There's a film, Predestination, from 2013. Wow, yeah, that was a, like, yeah. a real mind meld at the yes. end of that i yes. was like wow the other one was time crimes which is a spanish film from 2007 totally reckon check it out it's like obviously lower budget not hollywood produced level sort of film but it's really good the ones that i threw out there to our lovely audience to answer for us was i gave them four options so i included this film i added happy death day put an edge of tomorrow and groundhog day groundhog day and basically said you know which one of these ones is your favorite or we'll throw one in the in the suggestions Groundhog Day, 53%. Edge of Tomorrow, 30%. Happy Death Day, 9%. Palm Springs, 8% out of 138 votes. I would guess that's because oh, yeah. a whole bunch of them hadn't seen Palm Springs because it's so mm. good. I don't think it's better than Groundhog Day, but it's it's still a very good film. Uh, just running through some of the responses we had. Yeah, Paul from the Countdown Podcast said Edge of Tomorrow is where it's at. Completely agree. Fuck, it's a good film. Our answers, Emily Higgins from the Tasteless Podcast said, my favorite is losing and I hate this poll, so I'm guessing she's gone with Happy Death Day. <laughs> Duty... <laughs> From Shaken Not Nerd said Groundhog, then Death Day. Christini said, I have people who will take you to Puxatawney on February 2nd. Just saying, so that's obviously another vote for Groundhog Day. Hendo said these uh, votes will tell a compelling story. And he said, while I don't have the same opinions on Palm Springs as my passionate co-host, I do agree that Groundhog Day is better than Palm Springs. And he seems to think people are smoking crack if they think otherwise. Big cool. Dan from Netflix and Swill said Time Crimes is suspiciously absent. Correct. Great film. Emma at the movies. Hey, Emma, how you doing? She said, why would you make me choose between Groundhog Day and Happy Death Day? Groundhog Day will always be at the top, but I do love the way Happy Death Day gave us so many different scenarios to play at all the loops. Completely agree, Emma. It's such a good film. Brad from the Cinema Guys said, love Edge of Tomorrow. Another I love that I put in the loop category is uh, Run Lola Run. Great movie and awesome uh, soundtrack. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, still haven't I'd, seen that yeah. either. 
Yeah, that's, that's really good. good. Pivotal film said no damn respect for Christmas every day. I've never even heard of that. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna like, be bad. It's a Christmas film. The only good yeah. Christmas film is Die Hard. Exactly. I like Bear, the podcast, Guilty Pleasure, these kinds of movies. Mitch from Geek League Media said, Issue Tomorrow, but Palm Strings is great, as good as Groundhog Day, in my opinion. Good on you, Mitch. And Chadwick said, Nothing beats Edge of Tomorrow. Palm Springs is definitely in seconds, though. So, yeah, a lot of love. A lot of love for Palm Springs, but obviously sort of paying homage to the classics, I guess. Is Not- Looper well, a time loop movie? Playlist. Yeah, Looper's definitely a playlist. Yeah. It definitely is. Oh, it's players. Looper is definitely Oh, I actually mix. did yeah. watch that one, I think. Looper. I don't really remember yeah. those. It's like the last time Bruce Willis gave a shit in the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. <laughs> I'd- what about Donnie uh, Darko? Would we count that? Yeah, that is a loop. He is living mm. on a loop where he sees the future. Uh, yeah, I really also... like Donnie Darko. Uh, not for me. Uh, 12 Angry Men. Not 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men. I was like, <laughs> are you sure 12 Angry Men isn't one? No, no, no. Um, 12, 12 Monkeys? monkeys? Uh, yeah, 12 yeah, monkeys. It's just back in time, isn't it? He just goes back in time. No, it's a loop. It's a loop. It? No. Well, I like that mm. movie too. It's, it's very subtle, the looping. Uh, Julio from the Contrarians podcast picked up on it. Thanks, Julio. Anyway, that takes us to the end. Thank you to these two for joining us to discuss this gem of a film. Hopefully we'll get some other good films coming out this year. Hopefully we'll get some films coming out this year. <laughs> Who fucking knows? If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. We're our most prolific. We also have a Facebook page at Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, and you can send us an email at mritqs at gmail.com. Upcoming episodes, well, I have Steve and Izzy from Everything I Learned From Movies podcast coming on to talk about the 2006 or 7 classic that is The Wicker Man starring Nicholas Cage. Oh, you're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Oh, God, I'm not the kidding. <laughs> not the bees. The bees. My eyes. My eyes. The I love that film. That, that and The Room are like two films I know are terrible, but I absolutely love them. I don't give a shit. I still love oh, my it. Lord. Anyway, I can't. I'm very much looking forward to that. Another upcoming episode is uh, M from Verbal Diorama is coming on to talk Pacific Rim. I'm very much looking forward to that. Don't know whether Liz or Stacey will be on for that episode, but uh, yeah, we'll try and make things happen. Doesn't it have a, like quite a hot dude in it? Uh, Charlie Hunnam isn't he in it? Oh, he's quite. Idris Elba, like The Rock, isn't like the. Oh, maybe it was Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, open suggestions. Otherwise, so throw some films at us there, guys. Anyway, that's thanks for me. And thank you for me. See you later. Oh, when when Nana comes, uh, is it the Nana? Yes. Com- comes up to him at the bar at the end. And I kind of reckon she's kind of in on the loop. Oh, you fucker. Yeah. yeah you idiot. Oh, that's that, like a later answer. one of my questions later. God, <laughs> that's yeah. the answer to the later question. No, you can't choose that now. You have to pick something different. Uh, okay, controversial you can opinion. You go with that one and we can shit over it later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but thanks, bro.